Welcome to our community of abundance-minded entrepreneurs. Join us as we meet people who believe that there is enough prosperity for everyone in the world, that collaboration is better than competition, and people who have chosen to master their own destinies as entrepreneurs. When I say community, I mean it. Our guests are here because they want to meet you. So be sure to take advantage of their invitation to connect at the end of the interview. Now let's meet another abundance-minded entrepreneur. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I am your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself. And today, I have another guy who knows quite a few guys and gals, Frank Agin, on the show. Very excited to have him on here. He is the president of AmSpirit Business Connection, and he was one of the earlier contacts I made in my adventures when I moved into the virtual world. Uh, He was one of our early supporters with Conference 21 and is just... Uh, really someone who epitomizes the idea of being an abundance-minded entrepreneur, and I'm very excited to have him on the show. Welcome, Frank. Michael, thank you for the opportunity. This is great. Um, uh, um, you know, to be honest, I didn't know how early you were. Uh, um, I, I guess I, I didn't vet you like normal people might, right? <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, and quite frankly, I don't really care. I mean, it's just like, hey, you're here. You're trying to do something. I just figured, hey, I want to try and help this guy. And yeah. uh, hell, you never know. You might be the next Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. So I just uh, gonna gonna go with it. So yeah, and, and so so we were talking. Uh, well, first, let's share a little bit about about what you do and, and where you came from, and then I want to get back to. We were talking before we went on uh, started recording. Uh, about your the networking dilemma concept, I thought was yeah. a really interesting idea. But um, first, tell us a little bit about you know Am Spirit and who you are and where you came from and and how yeah. you became the Frank Agan. Yeah, I mean um, it's a it's really kind of a story of uh, a, a story of situations and circumstances. I, I live in Columbus, Ohio. I came here to go to law school. I've got a law degree and an MBA from. Ohio State, and I left there and got a job in the corporate world with one of the big six accounting firms, uh, which is what you're supposed to do when you have those degrees from a big university. Um, and I was there six and a half years, and towards the end, I just I it was a good job. I just didn't want to I didn't want to be a tax consultant forever, so I left and went into private practice. And a funny thing happened when I went into private practice, and the funny thing was that nothing happened. I had no idea how to get clients, right? Um, <laughs> Because when you go to when you go to school, they don't teach you those things. They certainly don't teach you that in professional schools. Yeah. Um, you know, they bring the employers in to interview. And, you know, if you're good, you're going to get a job. And I was decent enough to get a job. And when you're in those big firms, they really don't teach you how to get business because a lot of the clients are there. I mean, General Motors has the same auditors that they've had for years. The things mm-hmm. they just don't switch. Um so there's just work to be done. So it's not like that in the small business world. And I was, I really struggled. And somebody said, you need to get into a tips club or a leads group. There was a group in town. Um, I got involved. I, it really made sense to me that, you know, I could just help other people and lift up my whole world. They would help me in return, which is basically what, what our whole existence is, is about anymore. Um, and it was uh, the organization very similar to BNI. People who are familiar with BNI, weekly meetings, one per one per category. Um, long story short, Michael, I, I bought the I bought the company in the early 2000s. Hmm. I, just, I had an opportunity, decided I was going to buy it and uh, stop the practice of law. So that's kind of changed the whole trajectory of my life from being this very left brain attorney type to being a very right brain 
relationship person. And I've really doubled down on understanding, trying to understand, being a student of how networking works, why it works, why people get referrals and why people don't get referrals. Mm. And uh, that's, you know, it sent my life and like your life into a whole bunch of different directions. And every day's a, every day's an adventure. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Your network. That's the great thing about it is, is I'm, I always meet new people, learn from them. It's amazing. Um, but I wanted you to share, you're talking about the, the, the networking dilemma. Yeah. Um, that we were talking before we got. So, so share what that is and let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, we were, um, I'm, I'm always thinking about networking and why it's working and what, why it's not working. And one of the, one of the facilitation exercises that I'll do with, um, my organization and we don't want to get out into in working with companies and that speaking is I give them a dilemma. And the dilemma is simply this, you're late to come to a networking event. And when you get there, you're so late, there's only three people left mm. and you only have time to talk to one of them. But the three, it's kind of lifeboat ethics, right? Who are we going to, who are we going to keep on the lifeboat? <laughs> you, only have, you only have the opportunity to talk to one person. The first person to consider is what I'll call the, you know, the business icon, your local business icon. And that's going to be different for everybody. But envision that person that, wow, I would love to have their life. So you mm -hmm. have an opportunity to talk to them. The second person would be somebody who is doesn't do what you do, but they're a contemporary of yours. You know, same level of education, same sort of position. They're not a competitor. But, um, you know, they've get, they're at the same level as far as a network goes. And then the third person is somebody who's in transition, somebody who's just trying to figure out how they're going to make it, you know, not make it in the world, but they, they need help. Mm -hmm. And so I ask people, who would you go with and why? Um, and for me, for me, the answer is always obvious. To go to the local business icon, it sounds great. But I'm telling you right now, by the time the guy or gal, a woman gets to their car, they're going to forget you. You're just another person trying to, you know, nestle up to them. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the contemporary, you know, that's certainly an option. Um, but again, it's, you know, I don't know that that's the best option. For me, the best option is the person who is who really needs the help, because that's where, you know, 10 years from now, that person's going to tell that story going to tell yeah. their kids, you know, geez, I, I was really, I was really struggling. And this guy, Michael Whitehouse, he just, he took me under his wing. He made, he, you know, he helped yeah. us have all the things we have today. Um, and to me, that's very powerful. And that those sorts of things come back to you in, in often strange, but uh, very exciting ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I completely, I mean, I, I was that, that guy in transition two years ago. And, and there's, there's a number of people I remember from that time who, who I kind of, I, I feel like I have a moral debt to them. I mean, you know, when they help me, they help me, you know, give without expectation and receive without, uh, without resistance as, yep. as Chris Salem says. Um, so they, they're, they're not going to come back to me and be like, Hey, you know, I, I kind of hooked you up a couple years ago. So uh, where's mine, but yeah. I know they help me. And so I'm often trying to, okay, how can I pay this back? The, uh, you know, one, one example of that is, uh, the woman who edited my book when I revised the book, because uh, I had I had no money to pay her with at the time, mm -hmm. but she she recognized that I, first off she wanted she was a friend of mine she wanted to help me out, um, but I think she also saw she's like you know if I help him he'll probably help me, and yep. now as she's getting more into her own business 
I'm making introductions for her and I've gotten her, um, you know, my goal is to get her out of her job that she's a support herself to be a full-time entrepreneur. And I think I've gotten about 50% of the way there with the introductions I've made for her. But, but you know, that, that, that's the investment you make because I, I remember, you know, many of the people who helped me two years ago because there were so few of them. There was yeah. much, much, uh, much smaller crowd, as you said, with, with the person who's successful, they meet a lot of people. And you're, yeah. you know, one of 20 who they met at that event. Whereas, whereas you know, that the, the newbie at the event, their conversations may have gone a lot like, oh, you're in transition. Well, great to meet you. Anyway, uh, I got to get, uh, here's my car. I got to get going. Um, yeah. And so if you actually talk to them and help them. It's that scene from the movie Animal House where the, the they kept keep bringing the rejects back to the same same area. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I think it, it, it's after, it's a very powerful thing. It's a very mm-hmm. powerful thing, and um, and I, you know, I, 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 I've been in those shoes. You know, mm-hmm. I started with nothing, um, trying to figure it out, and there were people who who helped me and. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to kind of emulate that. And I think, you know, you talk about what you call the moral debt and nobody ever sees it that way. You just see it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that the best way that you can pay those debts is really kind of paying them forward. Yes. Uh, you know, because it cycles. It all cycles through. It's all connected somehow. And I, I can't explain it. I don't know that anyone, anyone will ever be able to really explain it. But when you help other people even though they aren't the people who, who initially helped you, it kind of, it kind of pulls through the system you know, with the, what's the, the saying, a rising tide raises all ships. And, yep. um, and that's really what I look for in people. I'm not looking, I'm not looking for a payback. I'm looking for somebody who's doing things for other people because I just know that it'll, it'll work in my favor eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll circle around. If yeah. You, if you fill the cup enough, it, it overflows and back into your cup. Yep. Um, so, so you have, you have two networking podcasts, is that right? The networking RX podcast and the networking RX minute. I do. Yeah. Um, okay. and, uh, the, the minute is a one minute daily, of okay. just, you know, um, me sharing insights, networking tips. I'm, I have a very broad view of networking. A lot of people mm-hmm. think of networking as this very strategic, very tactical sort of thing, you know, Mm. always have five business cards or whatever it might be. And I really look at networking as there's so much to it. Um, It's relationships. And often, often the biggest, our biggest hurdle in networking is ourselves and working on ourselves and having a great relationship with ourselves. Mm. Because let's face it, if you're that mope and you walk into the networking event, (laughs) <laughs> oh, woe is me. Somebody just p- picked me up. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that obligation. You need to come in and be that be that presence that uh, that people are attracted to. And so a lot of the one minute podcasts are things along those lines, you know, just oh. trying to get people in the right frame of mind. That that sounds like really powerful stuff. Um, so so would you would you be able to share with us some of the wisdom that they might to give us a sample of what they would find if they subscribe to your one minute podcast? Yeah, um, you know, I was uh, I was just uh, talking about this on a post the other day. Uh, a couple things. Um, <clears throat> one, someone shared this with me. I'm always looking for material, right? I, and I think I've even quoted you somewhere along the way. I could look. I've got a thousand episodes now. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, someone s- said this. They said, you know, you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you can't count the number of apples in a seed. 
Mm. You know, you can cut open an apple. You can see there's, you know, seven, eight seeds in there. But if you plant a seed, a tree will grow dozens of apples with, you know, more and more seeds and more and more trees. And you'll never be able to keep track of that. And that's really the, the message in that is, is that, you know, we do things for other people. When you do something for your proofreader. You're going to set her life in, you know, set things in, in motion in her life that are going to set things in motion in other people's lives. And you'll never be able to totally quantify for that. Absolutely. Um, so that, you know, that's one. The other thing I, I was working on the other day, um, and, I, and I'm about six months out. I write these, I record them. There's really not a ton of effort, but it's not just me clicking record and talking. Um, I say, <clears throat> learn from uh, Charlie Brown's teacher. You remember Charlie Brown's teacher? You know, wah, wah, wah. That's all <laughs> yeah. she ever said. Yep. And I basically, you know, use that as a jumping off point. You know, don't be like Charlie Brown's teacher. You know, have variety in what you say. Don't be so rote in what your 30 second commercial is, is that it sounds like want, 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 mm-hmm. you know? So I, you know, all in about one minute, I have these little, these little nuggets and, um, there's, you know, they're out there. They're yeah. out there. Networking arcs minute. Yeah. That sounds like a great thing. You know, of course, as, as you know, I do a, a two to two to five minute show. Um, yep. same reason to give those quick, quick little bits. Cause people don't always have time for, for the long, the long form content, but those that can be, you know, a great thing, just kind of get a, a hit of advice or little reminder that somebody needs. Um, yep. And actually, yeah, I, I want to talk about that, that point you made about, you know, the, the apples in the seed. Um, and I'd love to get your thoughts on, on a challenge that I have, and you probably do too, which is you meet people, they're good mm-hmm. giving people, they make introductions for you, and you want to meet with them. And they are good giving people, and they introduce you to people. And if each person introduces you to two people, before you know it, you have 900 hours a week of one-to-ones on your calendar. So yeah. how do you manage all these people you want to connect with? Yeah, you know, that is a big dilemma. Um, and it's, it's a, it, it's, it falls under the heading of a great problem to have, right? It is, it is. Um, so we're not complaining here, but it is, a, it is an issue. Part of what I've done, and you participate in it, is this monthly call I do called the Networking Hub. I realized long ago that, you know, I, okay, I know Michael, he's great. I could introduce him to these 16 other people, and that's going to take me a half hour to set up all these introductions. Or I could invite Michael into this networking thing where he can meet all the other people in my network, and he can bring his people in, and I can meet them too. Um, and what I find is, is that some people will come into that um, and take advantage of it, and others won't. And so, you know, that's one thing that I do. Uh you know, the other thing I try to do, and I do this through my Calendly link, is just have them tell me on the front end, hey, what are you, what are you looking for? Mm. Um, and just kind of give me some insight. Not that I'm going to shut somebody down, but a lot of times, if, if, you, if you earmark a half hour on your calendar and the call takes five minutes, you're still really out that half hour. And so yeah. if somebody can tell me, hey, you know, I'm really looking for a job, which is fine. If I can help them, I will. And this, this is a true story. Somebody indicated on, you know, they, I gave my link. Yeah, I'll have, I'll t- have a conversation with you. And they indicated they were looking for a job, kind of what they were looking for. And I just said, hey, I'm going to save us both a half hour. I'm going to make a quick introduction to this person because this is where we would end up anyway. Mm. Um, and they were happy because they didn't have to talk to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but, you know, but it saves their time too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm going to send you down this path and 
we've kind of short circuited it. So I really try to get more information on the front end. Does, you know, does this need to, you know, do we really need to have a call? Um, but it's, it, it, man, it's a dilemma, isn't it? Because sometimes people seem to make so much sense. This would be a great connection for me. Mm -hmm. And it really becomes disappointing. Yeah. Just because they're not a, you know, they're, they're not of the same giving mindset, you know, Hey, this is, how you can help me, Frank, is just get everybody buying my stuff. And how I can help you is <laughs> you get everybody buying my stuff. It's like, well, yeah. that's, it's all one. I don't see how that helps me at all. Um, and it it's disappointing. And then there are people out there that you meet where um, you're wondering, okay, is this going to be worthwhile? And it turns out to be a gold mine. There's a woman in uh, northern Wisconsin near Minneapolis, uh, Paula Scovere. She's the marketing manager for a disaster recovery business. And I was introduced to her via LinkedIn by a, a, a friend of mine in uh, New York, a guy named Scott Mason. Shout out to both of them. And I'm like, why am I talking to this woman? She's just a marketing person for a small franchisee. <clears throat> Michael, she's been awesome. She's been absolutely awesome. I should get her on your podcast. She's she's great. Send her um, over. Yeah, I will. I will. I, 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 I met her at Networking Hub, so I'll, I'll uh, reach out to her too. Yeah. One of us us will remember to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, when she goes, she, she she gets, you know, she's out there marketing and part of her marketing is going and talking on networking, you know? Mm, Okay. Free little things, this chamber, that chamber. At any rate, um, whenever she goes to do those things, she'll buy copies of my book, sign them and give them away. Ah, okay. You know, you know, is that making me rich? Uh, no, not overnight, but I would rather have that than not, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, well, I've got a note here. You, you need to, uh, it's going to happen. Okay. So. Very good. Yeah. And, and I, you know, one of the solutions I came up with was, was what I call the open virtual coffee. Uh, I have, I have a block at 10 AM every Friday morning because I was running into that problem and I, I ran into a couple of people who, who they said, Oh, I, I don't do those getting to know you calls. Mm. And, you know, maybe I'm not worth knowing to them. I don't know. We didn't meet because because I have such a broad network. I don't have one thing. I'm not going to say I want you to do this or do that. I I have hundreds of things. I don't know which one you need until we talk. And and so, you know, maybe they didn't miss out. Maybe they did. But then I realized if I have to do that, if I have to qualify who I talk to, I could miss out on the next amazing connection because I'm trying to pre-qualify. And so I, I created that to be that catch-all. It sounds like kind of like a networking hub. I kind of see my open virtual coffee may may uh, get there over time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But so that way I can say, and what I say is, you know, you can do a one-to-one with me. We're booking out like six weeks. So you could do that or we can meet this Friday and you can meet yeah. me and whoever else shows up. Um, right. I, I never wanted to close that door because you, you're, you're totally right. You never know who you're going to meet and who might be. That next amazing connection who, you know, job titles lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Marketing manager for a, for a disaster recovery company. Who wants to meet her? Everyone. Yeah. Everyone wants to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So those are some of the little, you know, some of the tricks. Some of it's just kind of throttling back on, you know, I, I, my, my coach, what she tells me is you just need to stop give less. You need to just give less. What? You know, what? Well, I, don't even know, I don't even know what those words mean. Well, I mean, which, but you know, 
I might meet somebody and, hey, here's 15 podcasts you can be on. And she's like, listen, just give them three. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that does make a lot of sense. That is, huge. you know, give them yeah. three. And, and she's, it's, it makes total sense because there's the law of diminishing return. The first one, they're really mm-hmm. excited about. The second one, they're excited about. Third one, the fourth one's like, you know, three and four are about the same. Yeah. Ten is, you know, you know, and then come back next quarter and give them three more, you yeah. know, and it just seems to be more, more impactful. So it's. Yeah, it's I, good- I realize. Yeah, I remember that one Christmas watching my daughter open presents because they give her the stack of presents. And the first one she's super excited about. And the second one she's super excited about. Now she wants to play with it. And they're like, no, no, you got to open all the rest of the presents. And by present number five, she's like, oh, my God, am I done opening presents yet? Yeah, right. And this, you know, we're talking Christmas morning here. So, so you know, same thing with introductions. If you – if you, I know, unless it's it's I've got a summit, I need 20 speakers. In which right. case, yeah, they, they, they do need 10, 12, 15 people. But – but yeah, you know, how many podcasts you introduce them to, and and they're like, oh my god, my full time job now is just getting on all these podcasts you put me on. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas yeah, you do three, and they're like, wow, that was amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, yeah. So that's that, that's a really great point to say to stay stay ahead of that law of diminishing returns. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, so if somebody wants to get in touch with you, hopefully not to ask for a job. Um, but I imagine for any number of things, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, I have a website out there, frankagin.com, F-R-A-N-K-A-G-I-N.com. And that links them to my email or my LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter. I I just find that people, different people like to communicate different ways. Mm -hmm. I'm partial to email. I just Mm -hmm. am. Yep. But there are people out there that just LinkedIn is their, their go-to and uh, I'll meet people where they want to be. Um, I ultimately try to get it to get it to email because I can I can set reminders and color code and whatnot on email. Oh, yeah. LinkedIn, it's it just it can get lost, you know, depending upon. I mean, if it's your birthday or work anniversary and you get all those messages, oh, my God, you know, it's. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's it's easy for things to get lost. Or the work anniversary for something you put on your profile seven years ago and forgot about. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, what I, anniversary do I have in April? Well, I have a I have a work anniversary when I started Amspirit Business Connections, and then every time I've loaded a podcast on there, that's like another anniversary. And it's like, I'm sure there's a way to just dis- disable that setting. Um, yeah, I this, a lot of them. Uh, yeah. And, and so, so who are the people? Who is it? Who, if they're listening right now, do you really want them to reach out to you? Who is? Who is that avatar that that should absolutely drop what they're doing and contact you right now because? You want to talk to them and they want to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you for asking. You know, I'm, you know, I'm growing Amspirit Business Connections. We're starting chapters in various places around the country. If you're somebody who can't find a, a group um, because they're all closed, like a realtor or a financial advisor, I would be happy to help you try and get something started. Um, you know, that would be great. There are, you know, there are leadership opportunities, franchise opportunities, but just to get a group started, happy to help somebody do that. Or if you're in a group that uh, is struggling to kind of get going, I would be happy to to work with you. I run into a, a number of people who uh, might be trying to get a group going with another organization and they're just not getting the support um, just because they're one of many. Um, mm-hmm. I would be happy to take the time and, and help them make it happen. Fantastic. Uh, and is, is there any uh, parting word or any question I didn't answer, but I should have before I let you go? 
Uh, you know, the only thing I'll throw out there, people always ask me, what's the one thing I can do to be successful in networking ASAP? And my thing is find something you care about and volunteer chamber, mm. local charity, whatever, you know, put yourself out there. You got to get involved. Um, volunteering is a great way to do it. There, there's no shortage of people needing help. Um, just find what you're passionate about and go for it. That will really help you. I love it. Well, it's been great to have you on here. And I always, always learn something whenever we talk. And it's always great to connect. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.